Welcome all to this week's episode. Today on Blank Music is for me, we welcome Gray, an artist that comes all the way from Lebanon but lives in Qatar. I had the opportunity to meet this singer and dancer on Instagram, and I immediately asked him if he was interested in joining my podcast. Gray, welcome. Please tell us a bit about yourself. Wild and live, Gray's here. Um, so uh, my name is Mahmoud. I am from Lebanon, and uh, I go by the I I went by the name Concrete as a dancer. And uh, and uh, things as trans- transitions re- really fast to actually step into music and uh, find my second identity and uh, you know start to go into this creative process of making sound and putting my story into it. So, so when did you discover music? At what age did you start putting yourself into the music world? Um, you know, pretty much as as a dancer, it has been into music, but like uh, things been evolving, um, you know, by the time in parallel, like I was actually like getting into a lot of arenas, you know, listening to rappers, I had a lot of CDs, you know, it, it was my life, like hip hop was, you know, everything I lived, I lived uh, for, um, you know, ever since, you know, primary school or something like it's been on my CD player. 24-7 Tupac exhibit, you know, and uh, I would drive my bars, uh, you know, in the, in the class, in the back of, you know, you know, the back seat of, you know, the last seat in the class in the back, I would be sitting there and just writing rhymes and writing bars. And by the time I'm back, to, back from school, I, just, I would just record it. And of course, I always kept them like they never saw the light of the day. So <laughs> it's a secret, secret tracks. Uh, but my passion for music has been there like, you know, ever since back then. Uh, but lately I've been like creating some tracks and has been encouraging me to like, you know, step forward and like lift up my game because when, like, to me, like when I want, when I want to do something, it has to be like really, really great. Not just like, you know, a small game. Uh, so I, I, I started sensing the greatness of sound like I've been creating lately and I'm finding my identity as an artist and pretty well it's going well. Yeah. So, so if you could give us a definition of what is the genre that you specialize in, it would be what? Yeah, uh, pretty much uh, doesn't sound like like any of the artists um, you see around. Uh, basically, I'm a person that listens to jazz uh, when I'm in you know in my zone, and uh, you know I just I just don't relate to, relate to a lot of artists. You know I barely listen to Eminem and Drake and uh, Jeezy and um, you know Mac Miller and um, Mac Dre sometimes. So m- my taste in music actually doesn't represent any artist uh, you might ever see around. Uh, and even for a long time, because I just I just have this you know print in me that I wanted to take out. Uh, usually, my music sounds um, kind of unorthodox. Like um, you know, it has like a blues sound into it. It has a jazz sound into it. And uh, my storytelling is just uh, kind of different than the way you know other rappers do it. So it's kind of like indie style, you know. So it's like an indie artist. Okay, um, nice. Yeah. So we have a new bar that's. That's going to maybe uh, start popping off in the next uh, few months. Sorry? Uh, we're going to have a, a new genre that's going to pop off soon, thanks to you. Oh, yeah, hopefully uh, the future of the genre, maybe. So um, what world or experience are you trying to create in your music? Yeah, um, you know, ever since I made my first song, it's just like, you know, um, it was like after, you know, after, after private party I was having and I was like, you know, really off the vibe you were having and, you know, the fun and the crazy experiences. And I just like go to the studio and like the first thing you write to a beat is, uh, 
a creative expression of what was your experience in that party and what, what you had in that party, your brain was in the clouds and, you know, you, you were just like having a lot of fun and, you know, something that is out of the norm, like, and you just want to like put it into like experience, you know, embody it in a song, put your story into bars and make the sound sound like the party, but like in your own print, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like put that party inside a bottle and just like give it to the people and like say like, this has been my experience. I hope you feel it in the song, you know, although, although you haven't been there. Of course. Oh my God. You captured it so well. Um, so if you tell us about a bit, like your environment and how you express your music where you live right now how how is it uh music where i live yeah uh, how's it's, your it's, environment it's, um yeah um you know it's you know it's kind of shitty like <laughs> not not in a sense where i just hate the people artists in here uh but in you know the sense of like how distant is the culture from you know, uh, you know, from from the main Hollywood shit or like the main, you know, uh, but even that, like I, I see I see artists inside Hollywood, like being so far away from the, you know, you know what good sound is uh, just because they don't have like the original originality in it. So so it's far less likely to find like a true artist in the Middle East than it is more likely to like find a true artist in the US or because they are just like naturally closer to the culture, like they grew, genuinely grew up with it. Uh, where an Arab guy is like really, it's really actually to find uh, a guy who grew up like since he was a kid in the 90s on, you know, Tupac and, you know, it's, it's a small minority and to find the artists in the bunch, it's, you know, it's kind of like very um, low likely to happen. I, I feel you on that one. So, so yeah, I just, I just don't feel like the culture is, you know, music it's, oriented. I, I totally agree with you, but we see a lot of like, a lot of people tell me, oh, the best parties are in the Middle East, like to party on like techno and house. But as far as I'm concerned, I think the Hindi and hip hop vibes around Lebanon and, and, and Dubai and all those Middle Eastern countries is a bit smaller. And the yeah, niche is it's smaller. It's a small community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So um, tell us about the locked in challenge on your Instagram. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I see this guy from Lebanon, you know, Jackie, you know, he dropped a sick ass beat and, and I would say, you know, I was just chilling with my boys, you know, I was just like, I was drawing through, through Instagram, he dropped it and I was like, you know, who's, who's going to have some bars on it? And I was like, you know what, I have some bars on it. I said, guys, peace. Uh, I went to you, I listened to the beat and, you know, I, I wrote exactly what happened there, you know, and um and yeah, so I left the boys back in the you know blog. I went to the studio and like brought a beat to it, and the song pretty presented the vibe. So, um, yeah. So I so back back to what I said. Like, what do you like to give with your music? Is is it's to give you the experience of what happened in the moment inside a bottle of air, just like tell you like this is vibe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's um, my music, actually. So yeah. So what? I'm gonna get to that question, but I'm too excited to get to it. So I'm gonna get it now out of my system. What are your future plans? Because you're telling us that you haven't wait, you have you haven't launched any uh, music right now on Spotify, right? Yeah, not yet. Uh, I actually have done sixty songs, um, and, and I'm aiming for yeah, I'm, I, I'm aiming for 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 one hundred forty songs uh, before I drop any song. I'm just taking it so so serious that when I drop 
it is gonna drop you know what i mean like and then and then i choose like the layers two songs and i just drop them drop them in between like i don't, I don't want to like do anything prematurely because you can always like drop in you know a project but you can never like take a project back and throw it back in and yeah. say oh, you know this is my music so i'm just like so serious with my uh you know if i want to like make, make art it's going to be like so serious that i'm gonna only gonna drop what actually represents my fucking soul you know what i mean like of course it has to be like so you know like so accurate and you know I don't, I don't, I don't want my, my, my artistic side to be misjudged or mis- mistreated uh, just because I dropped a song that, you know, doesn't quite well, like, you know, I match think my own taste. It's very hard. That, that's the biggest challenge in artists when I talk to them because I've talked to a bunch of artists on this podcast now and they're like, I want to release, but I'm not ready yet. Like, it's not perfect, you know? And it's like yeah. the blockage of the artists to release their songs. It's the mind of an artist. It's I know. Perfectionist. Yeah, it's so it's so bad, like, guys. Yeah, you have to so start bad. releasing. I swear to God. <laughs> so bad, so bad. I have so much, so much music done in my archive that I just want to share. You have to it, launch you know? it now. After this podcast, you have to. People have to listen to something because we're talking, <laughs> and they're like, "What's what's his music like?" Yeah. Um. So I have I have one that I'm working on. It's called "I Win." Uh, okay. And, um, and actually, I have a tattoo for this experience that I've been through this year, which has really lifted me up like way too quickly. And, you know, I was winning and winning and winning and, uh, you know, made, made a lot of, you know, changes into my life, like just this year. And uh, my a producer hit me up and was like, yo, you want I want you, I want you on a feature. want to get on track. I was like, yeah, sure. So he sent me like a sick ass beat. Uh, I can play the beginning of it and then, you know, I'm going to drop it soon. Uh, and it's really, really sick. And uh, yeah, this one, I can't wait to actually drop it. But like for my own, own songs, like the songs that I'm 100% in uh, without a feature, uh, I'm just taking my time slow with it. I'm working on an album, so. Okay, okay, okay. We're excited to hear it. Um, I'm going to put it in my story so that people can can listen to it when it's going to be dropped. Thank you. Um, so now our, my next question is, uh, what was the biggest realization you had when it came to c- start creating your music right now? Yeah, um, so, so I've been a dancer for a long time. And, um, you know, I've lived the experiences of like, you know, traveling and being on stage at a very young age and, you know, being profitable and like, you know, high earning and, you know, doing, you know, that lifestyle and, you know, being in a, in a different country every other week. And, um, you know, it's been a hell of a, like a roller coaster to me, like, you know, as a 15 years old, it's like, you know, I'm trying to try understand life. Next thing I see myself, you know, in a plane, you know, traveling the whole time and like, you know, I'm not like the other dudes. So like, what is this, you know? So I have a story. So this story of like, you know, the private parties I've been to, like the crazy experiences, you know, when life se- seemed like kind of trippy to me, uh, that, that like, you know, weird experiences, nice experiences, you know, you know, ups and downs. I just want to like put it into like, um, you know, like a creative like form of expression, like actually give it. And dancing couldn't do that much so much because you can't actually like, go and speak while dancing. But what you can do is actually make music, you know, that can put sound into an experience and like give it to the audience and tell them this has been my experience. So, so I just I just want to actually do that. Like that's that is uh, that that was my realization when I got into like yo, I want to actually start making music. I want to express myself. Okay. Wow. That's a, that's a good, uh, I don't hear a lot of dancers that decide that they want to start doing actual music or creating music around me. Yeah. I mean, maybe around the world, of course, but around me, I haven't heard that, uh, a lot. Um, so what, um, 
on a psychological level, how does your mm -hmm. music impact your environment, such as your friends, your family, and your relationships? Oh, um, okay, uh, so much. This is one of the biggest points, honestly, like, because when you're making music, you know, everybody, everybody's sorry to like to actually start judge you and like, um, you know, begin to like question you and like, you know, because you're making art, something that is not tangible, something that is, uh, it, it has a lot of stigma. Like if you want to be an artist, uh, that won't pay your bills. Uh, you know, if you want to be an artist, uh, you're going to be criticized. You want to be an artist. That's going to be a rough journey or something. And it's never been about that. Like it's, it's always about the fun of creating and the process of actually making the track. And that's what I always tell my, my environment, like, you know, like, uh, however, like my, the, the friends, you know, the friends and, you know, family that actually is into our culture of hip hop and stuff actually, you know, pretty much support me because they understand the culture and they like my style of, you know, my style of art, like my style in making music actually, you know, makes them think, you know, yo, you can do this. Like, that's what I, what I sometimes get when they listen to my tracks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it puts me on this, you know, I feel like I'm laced because, you know, I, I'm getting the uh, genuine, you know, genuine, uh, not so gen, you know, genuine, not, not so soft kind of like compliments. So they, it, ma it makes me feel like, yo, I can do this. Yeah, it's good to have a su um, support around you because I know that a lot of people, that started as artists, their parents were like, you know what, it's, that's nothing. You're not going to earn money for that or blah, blah. You know, like all those cliche things that parents might say to their kids. So it's good to have a good but support system. But it's never system. about the money. Yeah, but it's never about the money. And and like personally, I'm like actually laced. Like I'm an entrepreneur ever since I was 18. And, you know, well, by the time I'm, I'm making music, I'm actually having like passive income like coming to me. Uh, so it makes me feel like more secure actually making music. Uh, it's fun. It can fund my career. Like I can actually buy whatever I want and, you know, you know, pay for the expenses of making music because it's actually expensive. Like the studio yeah. sessions, you know, the engineers, um, uh, you know, like, you know, everything into like music actually consumes your money, like licensing and everything. So, um, so yeah, I just, I just like feel, you know, secure uh, about myself and, uh, you know, as a sense of an artist, like an artist doesn't have to be broke. He can be, be actually successful, like in, different domains like dr trey does yeah <laughs> and uh and so yeah it's it's you know never mind that question <laughs> no it's i meant i meant it's more like when i'm talking about the support system it's more like not necessarily about the money but it's about the oh, mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. of the parents you yeah, know yeah, that the they're like ah you're not gonna you know you're not gonna do well in this and and then turns out that when you become famous you're like ha told you so you yeah. know um so let's talk a bit about the media. Um, so social media. Uh, how did social media influence your music? And how do you use social media to create your brand? Oh, yeah. Um, very much. It's uh, I, I haven't been really like lately focused on my social, but like I've built a brand uh, that represents uh, my dancer side. And uh, they know me from my hip hop side. So, so it's like actually like from that side of the platform is actually ready. And now for me, it's all about like actually presenting Dre as the music artist. 
And by the time I'm actually dropping my music, it's going to be like, um, you know, there's a lot of metrics to like how to market the brand, how to like make yourself a brand on, you know, the platforms. Uh, what is your identity? Like, what do you stand for? What, what, what is your brand image, you know, whatever. So uh, by the time my album is dropped, like I have like the certain, uh, I have certain like uh, tools I'm going to use to like actually like, you know, make my brand more clear to the audience. Uh, so for social media, uh, it's, it's it's a hundred percent very important because uh, it it puts you like uh, it sets you to like actually like show your image the the way you want like you you're branding company or something so what I use is you know this just like brand your face make your stuff personal brand on social and like from there you can actually put your music without without actually marketing your brand first you can put the music on. Are you gonna separate your dancing from your? from your your music creation or are you going to put both together um maybe maybe it's going to be like a, a second phase that is going to happen like so subtle like uh and uh having like the audience or like the people that know me uh calibrate like slowly like you know this person is actually transitioning and growing differently now and it's not like you know this is you know the tray this is concrete before and you know, after like, okay yeah, it's just a transition where people are actually gonna like recognize 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 it like so so in a subtle way. Like it's not gonna be like, boom. Now it's a different person, you know. Like it's. <laughs> well, you can dance on yeah. your own music, can't you? Yeah, so somebody suggested that, but like it's so cheesy, you know. Like I don't wanna be Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he did not diss Chris Brown, but it's okay. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I love Chris he, Brown. Yeah, I you know I have a love and hate relationship with Chris Brown, but. You know, it's uh, all all in peace and serenity with Chris Brown. Yeah. Um, so what else am I going to ask you this question? Um, what was the most difficult thing you had to deal with when creating music? Oh, writer's block is the shittiest thing ever. When <laughs> you are halfway into a dope-ass song that could be the next hit, and the next thing you realize you have writer's block and what you're going to write next is going to be bullshitting crap. It's going to put the song in the trash. That is hey. the pain of every fucking artist. Like it is so hard to get past that. Once you get the writer's block, the song is done. Throw in the trash. No, you can, you can rescue a bit. No, can't you? I tried and I've done like perfect songs. Uh, I've done, you know, songs that I, you know, I, I would share, but like, I, uh, you know, not necessarily. And I've had songs that is so dope in the beginning. Uh, but then like, I have the writer block of how, how it's going to hooks, how, how, how am I going to like put the hooks and the verses, you know, in a you know harm, harmonic way, because I've been a different mindset before when I first started this song. And now my mindset is different. Like my state of mind is now maybe like high fee, maybe it's slow, maybe it's high. So like, how how can I like put myself in the same same state of mind as before and like continue the song, you know, sharply? So it's it's kind of hard. I think that's the issue with every single artist. Like, if we're talking about Drake, if we're talking about Eminem, I'm sure there's hundreds and above hundreds of songs that has been put into archives, um, undone and untouched ever since like they started. So. Yeah, I just, I do believe that. Um, and so, what with with what you have now? So, what if you can give us a timeline of what are the things that are gonna happen this year? Well, in the fo- in the mm. following year, mm. um, when are you gonna drop? Let's say your first song or your first album. 
Do you know? Oh uh, yeah, the album. The album. I'm. I'm actually uh, <laughs> scheduling it for like uh, a year and a half from now. Uh, I think by the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually like uh, I'm halfway there. Uh, I've done like songs. I'm so proud of like uh, with the concept and you know it's so entertaining and you know like one of them is called Pinocchio, and uh, it's it's like reversing like every single fact that I say about myself. Like I'm actually lying the whole song. And then whatever I lie about is is like actually you know this guy won't make it you know this guy is ugly this guy doesn't pull chicks, you know whatever like I'm telling the audience something about me that is you know I'm marketing it as as lie, so uh, this guy is actually lying about you know whatever haters say so it's like <laughs> pretending the haters and like saying That's yo, good. yeah, That's actually so not I'm bad. Like, yeah, I'm actually giving you a glimpse of like what the album is gonna be like. Uh, the title is gonna be uh, when things turn gray. When things turn, oh, that's an amazing title, because your yeah. art, your artist name is great. Oh, I can't 100%. wait to listen to it. That's you, really you see, good. You see, where, you see where I'm going? We see where I'm going. Like the marketing of like concrete, you know, turning gray, and it's like when things turn gray, it's when things fade out and start to be be dark. Like it's a journey of starting as a young kid, you know, in the white, and then slowly like, crawling to the dark, and like what that experience looks like, you know, starting as a kid pure and then you know the drugs and then the lifestyle and then the touring and you know the excessive party and sex and uh what that fits <laughs> into. yeah i yeah. feel you i i honestly feel you on so many levels because it's i feel like that transition of when you're like 17 18 19 20 21 22 mm-hmm. there's a huge change like if i look at myself when i was 18 and if i look at myself today like shit like yeah 100 percent. there's like and the party life and then there's the new life you know after the 100%, pandemic 100 percent. it is it is uh it is so confusing and uh you know it puts you in this turmoil of like what is life now you know what i mean so imagine this for an ordinary ordinary person like the average guy you know going from school to college but like what happens when a guy has been on like the life of success and like earning and, and touring and you know going on shows and you know going you know hard on comp- competitions and getting titles and whatever way before 18 like what is that transition gonna look like when somebody is like has been living life backwards how is that gonna go like when you transition way too differently than you know the other kids around you oh yeah so, i can't imagine that must be a so huge yeah so it's like putting that story into an artwork that is called One Thing Staring Gray. And the songs will fade out from white, happy, blissful to like dark, demonic, and sinister vibe. I can't, I honestly can't wait to hear it because the way you put, because I heard I heard a couple of things that you said that you put on the, the Locked In Challenge. And the yeah. way you play with words is very special compared to other artists that I know. Like oh, I, my best friend, my best friend is um is a rapper. She sings like she she has a page. She was actually one on one episode on my podcast. Her mm-hmm. name's Talia, so shout out to her if she listens to this. But um, she's a great artist. She, her bars are extremely amazing. I listen to her and mm-hmm. she raps with me in the car, and it's like the only place where I hear her freestyle in the car. Like I put wow, her beat. That's like car, 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 you know. Cruising freestyle is the best freestyle I can ever hear. Oh yeah, it gets so oh, inspired. Yeah. It gets so inspired. It's the best. 
once she roasted me in the car <laughs> on a freestyle and I was like okay okay enough okay okay <laughs> you know freestyling is not my cup of tea like um uh you know I'm better off when I'm writing a song because like I can twist my thoughts and put them into words um you know like in lockdown challenge you know I would just like say something really basic but like say it in a very sleek way that makes you like feel a twist while you're listening to it oh, like, oh okay yeah I, I, get, I get what you're saying I like how you're saying it but like it's something basic you know what I mean um I, I don't I don't like uh I I expect a lot of people like to not understand the style but my style is actually putting words into play and like saying things in a creative way like you know um you know I'm gonna do a magic trick and I get her turned up while she's turned up you know like it's it's like <laughs> Um, I forgot the there's bar. people there's people who are very good at freestyling and there's other people who aren't good at freestyling but they're amazing at rapping when they have time to writing the, the bars yeah like shit if I was able to rap I that would that would have been awesome but I I, I only know how to write I don't know how to project wow. it if I project it it's disgusting it looks like I just um, <laughs> I just you know, served pasta that are that is uncooked to someone. That's yeah, yeah, like. yeah. I get it, hundred <laughs> percent. It just takes practice because, you know, uh, your 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 mouth is actually like an instrument, and you have to like practice playing it. Uh, so when you're rapping, uh, you have to like practice your style. Like, what is my style? You know what I mean? Like, how am I gonna look? What what is what is the tone of my voice? Like, how fast am I gonna go? Like, what is my flow? You know. Um, so once you create your, your flow and your style, uh, you can, uh, you know, rap pretty much the same verse in 10 different ways. Like you can go like, or you can go like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's a hundred, like it's a hundred trillion, like million possibility of like actually flowing into a bar. So yeah. So great. What is your, well, you already kind of answered that question, but what's your trademark like how can we say okay this guy's gray and yeah. he's not like another guy yeah um pretty much uh in dancing when i found my trademark it was the way i moved and uh i just gave a different vibe than yeah yeah than other like hip-hop artists uh i just give the rock star uh vibe on the floor of dancing like when i'm dancing it's just like you, you can dress me all in black and like recognize me like when i'm dancing uh, for music, um, you know, my trademark is this sinister boy, uh, you know, that is beardless and he has, you know, you know, the James Dean face and, uh, the <laughs> and then, and then when he's rapping, um, you know, he's, he just applies his style into it and you cannot like spot where, where that is coming from but like you can actually sense that this is great you know what i mean like once you listen to like two songs you can actually like recognize great is it's it's him on the verse and that's, it's my that's my, a good you know. definition that's a good definition i like that yeah it's my personal style so <laughs> so any last words um that you want to give to your audience that is listening um chase your passion because nobody else is going to chase it for you uh you know if you're feeling down uh just search enough like inside of you and like uh do what makes you happy regardless of like what your surrounding is telling you uh whether you you're into dancing or music or whatever it is uh find dig deep into yourself and find your print and uh 
take that path and you know extend it as long as you can and you're only going to go as far as you take it great it was such a pleasure to have you and thank you so much Likewise. for being for being here